Welcome to Red Zone DFS Week 15. Apologize for the voice. It's pure December. Colts going around. And uh, back from the Dominican Republic. And I'm ready to get back into DFS. Jimmy is in the middle of an airport in Salt Lake, Utah, in a coffee shop. So we're Salt just, City, we're just fucking grinding. riding the lightning tonight. Grinding. Grinding. Uh, I got a late <laughs> flight home. Little business trip, uh, but we got to get it done right. So here we are. We've got a interesting slate this week. I think uh, we've got the Raiders putting up a sixty burger on the Chargers as we speak right now. I don't really know what's happening there. Uh, Dude, all, all I know yeah. is that as a Raider fan, I was like, "Look, I'm just gonna live my whole life, and I'm gonna fucking put my kid in this with me. That we're never gonna see anything good happen with the Raiders." And they just put up the most points in franchise history, and this might as well have been the fucking Super Bowl. Like, tonight was great. I'm in a great mood. Yeah. So, you know, it's pretty wild, but here, this is where we're at, right? So, here we go. <laughs> it's going to be a chaotic week, that's for sure. <laughs> All right, Joe. So, let's uh, let's get it started off. Quarterbacks, who do yeah. you like? I mean, at the top, I mean, it's just I think it's a little bit – Weird, right? Because I feel like this game that's going to put up the most points has the two top quarterbacks on the slate, both over 8K between uh, Josh Allen and Dak Prescott. So yeah, I just want to start with these two. Like, obviously, like, you're going to get involved in this game, but it's really hard to game stack this game. You're going to have to find some value if you're game stacking this at the top because it's pretty hard to build a lineup with these two teams. So I really, I really like Josh Allen. I mean, I think that, he is probably the best play, and I actually think that they're going to pound the shit out of the Raiders or out of the Cowboys this week. I mean, I think that they're just going to go absolutely nuts on those guys. So it, uh, I, I like paying up for him this week. Um, I'm, I'm going to tr- get there basically any way possible. Um, I think that you can stack him a few different ways. I think that Gabe Davis is the ultimate 25 mm-hmm. points or zero. Uh, yeah, like, and it's, it's really volatile this year. Like, I didn't think it oh, could yeah. get more volatile. It's even more volatile. Oh, it's it's gotten it's gotten pretty rough this year. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> like you said, I didn't know it could get more volatile, but here we are. But yeah, I I think that you just got to kind of get to there any way possible, right? So, he's my guy. If we're going all the way up top, um, I, he's he's the one I much prefer. They're, they're basically playing for their life. They have to win. Um, he, they're just going to keep trying to run as much as possible. So um, Josh Allen signed me up. He's my he's my guy as well if we're going up top. I'll force him in. I think there's enough value elsewhere where we can get to him pretty easily. Um, so, yeah, what, who's your next guy that you like, Joe? Uh, yeah, I would say it's – honestly, it's Patrick Mahomes. Right. When you're when you're looking at the NFL and you look at DFS and you look at kind of what happened last week, and I'll get to Kadarius Tony, but yeah, like the Chiefs are a good team. They have good leadership. Like you can tell everyone's backing Tony. Everyone's getting Mahomes' back. And like, yeah, I think the whole world kind of turned on Mahomes after last week. And we're gonna get him in a lower ownership. I know the Patriots defense isn't horrific or anything, but they're not a good football team. They're in line to have the second overall pick. I feel like this is kind of a statement game where Mahomes goes in and just absolutely lights the world on fire. Um, and we really haven't seen it this year. And this could be a week where the team finally gets his back because he's obviously hit his breaking point with his wide receivers. He lost his shit at the end of that game. 
does his team rally with him? You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. I just feel like it's kind of one of those perfect weeks where Mahomes very sneaky at 10 a.m. just lights the world on fire and just destroys the Patriots. Yeah, it's one of those things, too, where I like it for tournaments because, like you said, the Patriots do have a decent defense. So, like, you know, it's not the greatest situation, especially on the road. Um, I think the weather is actually going to be okay there. So, like, that's not a concern this week. But still, not the greatest situation ever. Um, but I, I really don't mind it, to, to be honest with you. I like it. Um I don't really have any interest in anyone else up there. My next guy I'm going to go to is I'm just going to go right back to Brock Purdy at 6,800. Yeah. So the nice thing is that, like, yes, the Niners have a big record, but they need to keep winning for the number one seed. Um, So they're playing Arizona, in Arizona, in the Dome. I I mean, I, I don't think that you can go wrong stacking up Brock with basically whoever you want to. If you want to do a full game that like you could stack him with like three guys and it might work, right? So Yeah, and, and I think Shanahan is he's one of those coaches. He's kind of on a mission right now to put Purdy in the MVP race. Because of all the shit that people have talked about him. I think Purdy is Shanahan's guy. He got rid of Jimmy G for him, right? I mean seventh round pick. Yeah. It's kind of Shanahan's legacy to get Purdy an MVP. And Definitely. the running right now is between Purdy and Dak. Yep. And I think Shanahan's going to do anything to get Purdy that MVP vote. Yep. So I'm with you. Purdy is probably my second favorite quarterback on the entire slate. So let's move yep. below him. Kyler Murray, 6,400 and down. Let's go from him all the way to the bottom. Who are some guys that you're plucking here out of this? I mean, there's two guys right there uh, in Stafford and Love that I'm, I'm going to. I agree hardcore. on Stafford. For sure. Um, Jordan Love, Tampa Bay's past defense is absolutely terrible. Like, it's just absolutely horrific, right? So, they've actually been playing a little bit better as of late as well. They essentially have no running game. um, So, it's going to have to be all Jordan Love. The Packers now, they they still have an outside shot to make the wild card. So, they kind of have to keep keep pushing there. Um, So, he's a guy I really like. Uh, and, and I then, think and I think Jordan Love is actually a viable option to just play him naked. Right? Like there's not one go-to guy on that offense, right? And you can kind of put yourself in a bad spot. Like you could play him naked. Right? He might get you 3-4 touchdowns and it's all the different guys and that kind of screws you. So you going naked I think is one of those weird situations where you can possibly do that in this game. Yeah, I I I think that you can if you didn't if you didn't love his options, I think you could actually go to Tucker Craft at three thousand mm-hmm. to play him with him and just kind of figure it out from there. Um, I, I I like pairing just those two and then Rashad White um, with Tampa, and he's a he's a guy that you know I, I like that situation right there. So that's kind of mm-hmm. something I'm definitely going to get to um, when we're talking quarterbacks. What are so you said you like Stafford. Yeah, Stafford's I mean, I mean, probably smash, my smash spot. He's my number one, right? Like number one price point, potential, the whole thing. Smash spot at home. They're in playoff contention. You can say that Sean McVay is doing his best coaching job he's maybe ever done. And yep. I think Cooper Cup is just due to have one of those weeks and against a bad team. And it just – I almost just want to drop out Nakua and just go Stafford, 
cup with Kyron Williams. And that is like my favorite stack I've built is those three guys together. I think the whole offense rallies on those three. I think you can mix and match a little bit too. Mm -hmm. Um, So like you can play like one with those, you can play one with like just Stafford Williams and Puka. I think, I think you're okay to play one with all four of them together. Um, I like it. it's it's something that not a lot of people are going to do, and there's enough value where you can do it. It gets a little pricey, but you punt with, like, let's say Buffalo defense at home and then Tucker Craft or, like, another punt tight end, and you can still get right around with all those guys in there. You can still have about $5,500 left per position, so you can certainly make it work. Um, yeah, Stafford's and, and just too cheap. He's way too cheap. Like, and their offense is so consolidated that it's like, mm-hmm. you know, like what are we talking about here? Like, I, I really like that situation. Overall. And he's just playing well, and Washington's not. Right. It's very simple. Like one team's playing well, fighting for the playoffs. The other team's not playing well, and they've cashed in this season. So I mean, wa- Washington's just a really bad team. I yep. mean, they're like they traded really with their two best players. So yeah. So I mean, <laughs> they're they're pretty terrible. Um, yeah. All right, let's go to the let's go to the garbage the garbage bin down here in the five thousand range. Honestly, man, like I don't know. Do you have anybody that like jumps out to you? I have one. It's really gross, but I mean, it's real. <laughs> kind of for GPPs only. Let's be very very clear on this. I kind of like Joe Flacco and pairing him with Amari Cooper. See, I just think there's an opportunity where Flacco. Like, look, Chicago's defense has been playing very well lately, but uh, they're tricking people a little bit, right? And I think Cleveland and Flacco are playing really, really well, and I feel like there's a couple of deep balls in there to Amari Cooper. So it's it's, it's weird. It's, it's it's perfect for a GPP. I, I I can't really fault you. Vinny did it last week, and it got there, right? Like I, he mm-hmm. the rest he didn't get all the pieces. But, I mean, he did it last week, and it definitely got there. So, like, I mean, I don't know. I, he's he's one that I thought about. I, I actually like the Will Levis against the, against, against the Texans. Texans are – the ship is sinking a little bit here. Their, their playoff hopes are basically dead. The only, so. the only thing that I'm, I don't like about playing Levis in this game is because I feel like this game flow is about to be absolute dog shit. I think Houston is going to try to run the ball, especially if Stroud doesn't play. Tennessee, Vrabel ball, he's yeah. going to try to run the ball with Derrick Henry late in the season. I just think this is a sludge fest, and I think we get like a one-touchdown game from Levis, unfortunately, but he's playing really well. But I just yeah. I don't like the game. That's fair. That's fair. I don't have any really interest in anybody else unless you do. We can move on no. to wide receiver running backs. Yeah, let's move it on. Moving on. All right, right. so we've got the obvious guy at the top. I don't think we need to talk about McCaffrey. We all know that McCaffrey is just an absolute fucking smash play. Too too cheap, 9,300. Again, guys, like at this point of last season, he was going for 11,000. Like he's just mispriced. I don't understand. DraftKings had a different algorithm they figured out. I don't know, but. Yeah, I I don't get it. So, yeah, I'm going to be playing a lot of McCaffrey. Let's put it that way. He's he's Um, averaging 3x a game. Average. Yeah. Well, what so... else do you need? <laughs> you know, and he hasn't had that great of games. Like he got, mm-hmm. he had the seventy-two yard run, and then you know he was gassed at the beginning of the game, so they put Mason in, at which you know that kind of sucks. He still got mm-hmm. there, still got three X. I know it's tough at ninety-three hundred, but like, 
I mean, this is a game that he could go absolutely wild in, right? So, exactly. like, if you do like Purdy, like, I almost kind of like just playing Purdy and McCaffrey and then just seeing mm-hmm. where, where it goes from there, right? Um, or, yeah. like, Purdy, Caffrey, and, and, like, Kittle, I think is an interesting combination as well. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so who do you – who's your favorite guy, like, above from, like, 7,000 to 8,600? Yeah, I feel like I want to play Kyron Williams in, like, every lineup. Right, like I'm going to have like 60% Kyron Williams. That offense is completely different when he's in there. I still yep. feel like he flies under the radar. I mean, he's going to get ownership, but it's not going to be. It's not going to be ridiculous. It's not going to be over the top. It's not going to kill you. And I think no. 7,500 is too cheap. And I like him a lot more than Kamara this week. Yeah, I mean, for me up here, it's Kyron Williams and it's Rashad White. Those are the two guys that I have interest in. I don't – Dolphins guys are both hurt. And the Jets' strength of their defense is their run defense. Mm-hmm. Um, if I was going to pick one of the Dolphins guys, I'd probably pick Mostert. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be Williams and Rashad White and McCaffrey if I'm paying up at running back. I'm going to have a pretty tight core when it comes to running back this week. Those those are kind of just my guys, and I'm just going to roll with them. Yeah, I like it. I mean, and then there's Derrick Henry at 6,900. He's just – it's that time yeah, of year, right? It, I, still, but no. But he's getting priced up now. And he's, he's, he's had six it. touchdowns in his last three games, right? So, yeah, like, But he still only had, like, 20 points a game. Normally, but, when you're but, having two but he's touchdowns. To, but he's down to 7K, right? So it's like he's right at that 3X mark. And, like, again, this is track to Cito season. And there, there's, this, that, there's that chance, right? Especially a Houston team that looks like the wheels might be starting to fall off a little bit. I, I'm fading. I'm full fading him. I don't want anything to do with Derrick Henry. No, that's fair. Okay, moving down. Um, love Bijan. I'm still waiting for the massive yeah. Bijan week. And I think Carolina's defense is pretty decent, but the run defense is not. And Atlanta, all they do is run the ball. They don't want to pass. Last week was an anomaly. No. And I think well, Bijan for- has they an were opportunity. Forced in- they were forced into it, right? So, like, yeah. you know, there's there's nothing they could do. Right. Yeah. So they were forced into it. It's just kind of, it is what it is at that point. Um, yeah. Bijan for me. And I've got really nobody else until like quite a bit further down. Here. I agree. I had a really hard time with running backs this week going up top and then down low. I'm still having kind of trouble. Chuba. 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 I like Chuba. And I really Seven. think I need Pacheco to sit this week because I will play Jarek McKinnon in half my lineups if Pacheco so, sits. So Chuba, 70, 73% of snap share last week. He's, he's gradually getting more and more and more. They, they kind of, I think they're at the point where they're like, look, let's just see what we have with this guy. And if, you know, we want to build around him for the future, great. We all, we all know that Miles Sanders, it just isn't it, right? So, you know, he's, uh, he's my guy um, down here. And honestly, outside of Chuba, I don't, like I said, my running back core this week is going to be very, very tight. Um, if if Jerome Ford is ruled out, then I have some interest in Kareem Hunt at 4,900. I also have some interest, we're talking about that Tennessee game, in Tajay Spears at 4,800. It's, it's a true timeshare now, okay? Like 100% true timeshare. And you've got Derrick Henry at 7,000, who's getting the goal line touches. But Tajay Spears got there on Monday night for us. So if you played him yep. in that two-game slate, he got 18 points, 
and at thirty, you know, forty-seven or forty-eight hundred dollars. I mean, that's more than fine, right? So, I mean, do you have interest if uh, Robinson, Brian Robinson, sits and going with Gibson on the other side of that Washington game? Yes, a hundred percent. But Robinson's no, got I mean, me out. But are they going to give? The other are they going to do like the same snap share? Is what I'm saying, right? Is that other guy the number three back because he does get touches? No, yeah, but if Robinson's out, like he didn't practice again today. And it's a hamstring. So hamstring, second day in a row, didn't practice. I do have quite a bit of interest. But this motherfucker, uh, Chris Rodriguez, six carries, four carries, seven carries in the last three games. Yeah, but all I care about is even Antonio Gibson's role forever has just been the passing role. Like, that's just his deal, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm just – that's that's what I'm going after with him. That's what I want with him. Um, yeah, that's, 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 that's really my whole thinking behind it, Joe, is just like I want yeah. his passing role in that game. And he's really the only commander's player I have a ton of interest in. Um, but, yeah, and that's about I have, it. I have, one, I have one other, but we'll talk about that when we get there. Okay. And then okay. just I just want to make sure I mention it's uh, Derek McKinnon if Pacheco is out. McKinnon is yep. their guy that they go to inside the five-yard line for funky plays. Uh, okay. McKinnon typically always scores at least once whenever <laughs> the starting back is out. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. All right. Wide uh, receiver. Yep. Finally, Tyreek Hill is priced where he should be, and possibly one of his <laughs> hardest matchups he's ever he's ever been in. Are you playing Tyreek Hill? He's going for the MVP, um, and they got to secure the division. So it's not yeah, like they're if, going light. If he's hurt, and if he plays, I think you got to try and play him. But I think it's one of those things where I think you talk about game flow. I think that could be kind of an ugly game. Yeah. Right. So I I don't know I would prefer I would much prefer to play Diggs and Cup uh, for a whole hell of a lot less money. Um, I don't think that his ceiling is that that much higher than those two guys this week. Um, so yeah, I mean I, those are the two guys. If I'm paying up, I'm going to Diggs and Cup, and I'm going to have a lot of them this week. Yeah, and I I really like CD. I mean honestly, I really don't feel like you can go wrong with those three guys, even with no. Debo. I mean, they're all they're all priced where they should be this week. They're all really hot right now. Um, so I, I don't think you can go wrong. You just got to go with your gut on those four guys. Yeah, 100%. All right, um, moving down, so, waddle and down. Um, where, where's your head at here? Uh, uh, I like Alave quite a bit at home if he plays. He was questionable all week last week and then played as well. Um. Yeah, I think Alave is a guy that I have a lot of interest in. I don't think he's going to get a lot of ownership at 7,100. And then we talked about it. Um, Amari Cooper, even if you don't play Flacco, he's still – he's just right at that, like, 5,800, 6,000. He got 14 targets last week. Like, just keep playing him every single week, and, and you're going to be fine, right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. And then I love DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, just the way he looked on Monday night, he was making catches of old. It was like, okay, this guy hasn't gone anywhere, right? It's, it's more of Levis just figuring it out. So I think yeah. Hopkins is lined up for at least one touchdown this week and a good, like, eight-catch game. So going down a little bit, we get to maybe my favorite play of the entire wide receiver slate, which is Garrett Wilson. Oh. 5,800. 
5,800, even with Zach Wilson last week, had 23 points, nine catches on 13 targets. And guess who's been practicing all week this week? A-Rod. Aaron Rodgers. Jesus Christ. <laughs> He's most likely going to play. Even if he doesn't play, <laughs> Zach Wilson signed me up for that, right? So Wait, I, I, is Aaron Rodgers available on DraftKings? Oh, uh, he should be, buddy. He's $4,000. <laughs> okay, I'm playing Aaron Rodgers. If he plays this week, oh I'm going God. to play Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> the hell, dude, yeah, you have a to. Mil- a million percent I'm playing Aaron Rodgers if he plays this week. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> dude, it's so good. But no, even I don't really care who plays uh, quarterback for them this week. Um, it for me, I just I really like the situation that Rodgers is in, um, or that Wilson is in, excuse me. Um, and uh, he's uh, in your brain, I just can't get, can't get him off my mind. <laughs> um, so yeah, going down a little bit more, do you who do you who do you like in this like 5,000 know, ish range? Uh... It gets tough, man. It's like I wanted to play some of these Washington guys on the other side of the Rams, but it's like it's like throwing a dart with a blindfold on. I think right? I think if you want to game stack the whole game and like play like three or four of the receivers, like I think you could play Antonio Gibson and then Curtis Samuel. Yeah, I think Samuel's the one out of the yeah. three I want to play. It's obvious yeah. that McLaurin and uh Sam Howell like don't have a vibe. You know, they don't yeah. have that connect. It's just it's not there. And, not, and I think both of them are fine players, but whatever between the two of them does not work. So, 100%. I mean, um, going down, like Robert Woods is interesting just because yeah. he might be that red zone target at 4,200. You're really just looking for a guy to get four catches, I think, 40 I think yards, it's a door- and a touchdown. I think, I think it's a Dorch game. So, I was on Dorch, but. I think it's a Michael Wilson game because I think he's back this week. Nah, but the night, but he's a big body guy. But you're the saving Niners, like a thousand dollars on him too. Yeah, I get that. But the Niners play the big body receivers a lot better than they play the short, fast guys. And like yeah. Michael Wilson's a guy that he's come back off an injury. He may not play the whole time. So like he, like I'm expecting the Niners to kick their ass. So I think that like Dorch is going to excel in like the third and fourth quarter. Garbage time. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know why this guy is so cheap, but Wandale Robinson is currently operating as the de facto number one for the Giants, and mm-hmm. he had fucking seventeen points on nine targets last yep. game. Now I think he's probably going to be pretty popular. I don't have my. I'm, in the airport in a coffee shop right now so i don't have my computer <laughs> to look at some uh to look at some ownership i think he's going to be pretty popular um at 3700 so you know do with that what you will but i think even if he's in like the 15 to 20 percent own range i'm probably still going to play him just because they're playing at new orleans it's going to be inside new orleans sucks let's just yeah. be frank and yeah. He's a guy that I don't mind getting to. Below that, I mean, I don't, I don't know, man. I wouldn't say uh, I, have, I wouldn't say I love this, but just it would be an interesting play um, because the Patriots have every single receiver on the Q tag, and I think they're going to be playing for behind, and they're not going to be able to play the game they want to play. And it's Juju. Juju is starting to get a little bit more involved in the offense with Bailey Zappi. You literally have every receiver on the Patriots that's hurt, including Juju. 
Right, but I, mm-hmm. I think he plays. And I think Juju is in that sneaky spot to get a few more catches than you'd expect just because it's kind of – I think they're going to get their ass beat by the Chiefs this got, week, and they're going to have to throw one, the ball. One guy that I have played the last few weeks that has actually come through for me um, is Xavier Gibson on the Jets. Yeah. He had eight, po- eight points last week, 12 points, which for them, 12 points, that's 4X at 3,100. Right. Yep. So if we're looking for four four to six X across across our lineups, that gets you there. So yep. but I don't really have anybody outside of that. If you don't no. either, we can uh, move on to tight end. Tight end it is. Um like I said, I'm not playing Kelsey by himself, but any Mahomes lineup I have is gonna have Kelsey. I mean yeah. again, I just I just think it's one of those weeks, it's a whomping week. So if you can afford it at 7,600, go for it. Um, it is going to be tough because I don't like the receivers as we go down low, right? And the running backs I like better low. It's just yeah. it's going to be a complicated week. You're going to have to play some chess with your lineups this week yeah. to get to where you want to go. I um, like Kittle. I like Kittle and Purdy stacks. Um, I I love that Schultz is going to be back in 100% healthy. Um, Stroud, I hope Stroud's back. If Stroud's not back, I think that Schultz is still fine with Davis Mills. Um, he he really did well with his tight ends last year. Um, so I think he's he's fine there. I really, really, really like Ferguson um, mm. against the Bills. The, Bill, the Bills' pass defense in the middle is very, very, very bad. Um, they've, been, they've given up some pretty big games to tight ends this year. And I think that a lot of people are going to go back to Ninjoku after the big spike week last week. I don't not like Njoku. Um, I played him last week, but I think that if his ownership starts to spike, I'm more than happy to go to Schultz or Ferguson and, instead of him or just below him to commit as well um, yeah. in that Cleveland-Chicago game. Yeah, definitely. And then, my honestly, my favorite tight end on the slate, just because it goes with the game stack I want, is Logan Thomas. I just think Logan yep. Thomas scores a touchdown this week. Right? There you Simple go. as that. Yeah. Uh, I was talking to my buddy the other day about this. He's like, all right, what, what's like the strategy in DFS, right? I mean, there's a thousand strategies. But in the end, you have to really predict who's going to score touchdowns, who's going to yep. be a part of the game flow. You have to predict what's going to happen in the game. I think this Rams-Washington yep. game goes big, and I think Logan Thomas scores a touchdown, and he gets four or five catches, and he gets you I'm there. 100% fine with that. Um, yeah, I think, it's, I think that's a good one. Uh, going down, uh, we mentioned, I think that, Think that Tucker Craft is is playable if you want to just like a cheap punt yeah. tight end to go with uh, to go with Jordan Love. I also like me get. I played him a little bit. Uh, he didn't do great on Monday night, but a Conquo Chig, you know, came nine points. You know, so not nothing nothing crazy. Nine point six. We did have five catches, only forty six yards. But if he gets into the end zone, I mean, I think that we're kind of in business there. But that's really it. I like. I don't think that I'm going to need to go down that far a ton. I like craft a little bit better. Um, yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm thinking of my tight ends. Yeah, it's not overly sexy this week, but it's like there's no. four or five guys in there that you you can. I mean, pretty I, easy. I, just just my first looking at it, you know, this morning and then now, like I, it's just I'm I'm gonna have a pretty tight core this week, to be honest yeah. with you. So. All right, so defense. I want you to pick the defense that you just keep inserting in lineups naturally. Like, what defense do you have the most right now in your builds? Bills. Bills 
What are the price? Twenty four hundred. Third cheapest at home. Okay. What's the weather supposed to be like? Is it Buffalo weather? I haven't even looked, to be honest with you, but Dak on the road versus Dak at home, two completely different people. Mm-hmm. He does absolutely weird, wild shit <laughs> that he, he just doesn't do at home. I'm pulling up the weather right now for for good old Buffalo. Yeah, because, I mean, look, if it's a bad weather game, I'm all in. Right? So, like, all right, so let's see. Talk about getting weird, you know? Um. Well, not like weird, weird, but like people are this Dallas offense is with the highest scoring offense in the NFL over the Dolphins, right? So, so rain showers in the morning will evolve into a more steady rain in the afternoon. Okay. So yeah. 70% chance of rain, rainfall about a quarter of an inch. So not like big time rain, but enough for it to be weird. Yeah, I like it. Just a little, uh, little so like, sleek out there. I mean, this is this is what I did last week with the Bears defense. Same exact price. They were $2,400. I literally had them in 70, I think it was like 78% of my lineups. And they scored like 16 points because it was just a good situation, right? Yes, like exactly. I just liked the situation. Them playing the Lions outside, not a good road team, not a good outside team. Dallas, not a good outside team, not a good road team. Going to play a very strong AFC opponent. I think the DAC is going to have to pass quite a bit. I think that they're going to try and take away CD. I mean, that's what I would do. So, I mean, outside of them, I mean, I don't really have a whole hell of a lot of interest. I mean, I I think that you could make a case to play the Rams defense just because we think that game. But I think I think the commanders are going to score quite a bit of points, right? Yeah. Like, I think, so I don't, I don't love that. Outside of the Bills, I would say my favorite defense this week is the New York football Giants. And they're playing at the Saints. Listen to this, dude. They've had 12 turnovers in the last three weeks they've played games. Their team is just playing well. Dayball is a good coach. Everyone wrote him off at the end of this year. He's turned this team back around. They got Tommy DeVito at quarterback, and they're playing good ball, and this team actually believes. You have Thibodeau at the end, like, really playing well, right? Like, earning himself that after-rookie contract. Derek Carr's team has fucking quit on him. He's got offensive linemen screaming at him after plays, right? Like they don't care. They're also they're they're now looking back at the tape of how many times he gets hit, and his offensive line is not coming to help him up after plays. Like this team's not playing for him. Alvin Kamara has not openly talked shit about what's going on there, but they essentially said like, "Oh, what's it like having Derek Carr back this week?" And Kamara just went like, "Well, he is our starting quarterback." Like. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Thomas faked another injury. He's like, I'm not doing this shit. Like, well, I, again, we knew that we knew that was coming. He's totally. played entirely too much. And and look, so. Derek Carr, he's just a really bad red zone quarterback, right? Yeah. I, I think they hold him to low points, like under 16, 17 points this week, and hopefully they get three turnovers, three sacks, interception, and they get us there with a 12 to 15 point game on defense. So, I think it's Bills Giants flipping back and forth there. So the the only other defense I like. I do, I do like your Giants call. I hadn't thought of that one, but I like your reasoning behind it. Is the Chiefs? If I'm going to pay yeah. up, I'm going to go up to exactly. the Chiefs. Like you said, they're kind of they're pretty pissed off. I mean, Bailey Zappi. I mean, people might think he's the next Tom Brady. I got some. I got you know, newsflash for you, folks. He's absolutely not. So <laughs> um, 
I'm more than happy to play some Kansas City Chiefs. Um, you know, I, you know I what's think, weird? I, I didn't even notice this because everyone's like, dude, the Chiefs defense has played really well this year, which they have, right? They haven't given up many yeah. points. Dude, they're guess good. Many, but guess how many turnovers they have this season? I don't know. Not a lot? Fif- 15. Wow. On the whole year, they have 15 turnovers. They, they're averaging, what, one turnover a game or barely over that? Wow. It's interesting. interesting. So it's like they're not a big turnover team, but they just stop teams. <laughs> they don't that's, give up points. That's, that's pretty strange. I, so, I was yeah, surprised by that. I, I think I think that you can play the the numbers game there, right? Like the the regression's going to come back to the mean, right? And they're yep. probably going to get have a game with like three or four turnovers. They have why to, can't right? they they're, this they're game obviously a good defense. After a bad loss, they're pissed off. They're they're going to New England. They basically have to win all these games now. They're only um, one game ahead of the Broncos for the division. I know. I mean, it's like, dude, you guys got to get your shit together, right? So they have to keep winning. Yeah. So exactly. You know, in, so yeah. I mean, that they're they're. I really like them. This well, this week, is this but. is an interesting concept, right? Going like Mahomes with the Chiefs defense. Right, you're yeah, banking that, that the Chiefs defense is not going to get defensive touchdowns, but they're going to put Mahomes in a lot of positions to score a lot of touchdowns. Yeah, I'm totally fine with that. I I'm totally. Fine that's a that. that's an interesting, interesting way. And look, they're both expensive. It's not like people are going to be able to fit all that with Mahomes, Kelsey, and the Chiefs defense. Right. I mean, you can. Mm-hmm. You just have but to it, find it's elsewhere. A, it's a way to get but weird, like, though. A lot of people, not everybody is going to go to that. Is is kind of what we're getting at. So exactly, it's yeah. a way to get interesting in a large GPP to set yourself aside from the sheep. Yeah, hundred percent. I like it. Okay, right. um, bold call of the week. Do you? I, I'm going to say that Rashad White is the highest scoring running back this week. And he's going to go for 35 plus. Wow. Joey. Oh, did you freeze? That's, that's pretty intense. Um, I think Kyron Williams is a three that's touchdown sweet. week. Wait, what? Oh, I thought you froze there. No, you're good. Keep going. Oh, <laughs> no, I think it's a Kyron Williams three touchdown week. Like that's fair enough. Easy. That's Sign me call. up. Like on my on my props yeah. plus on my betting app, I'm gonna do a Kyrie Williams three touchdowns like plus seventy five hundred bet for sure. Send it. Yeah, I think that's a pretty pretty good call. I don't think I, it's not like that outrageous of a bet. Um, I mean, it's we're doing bold, bold calls with three 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 touchdowns is bold. Um, yeah, any hat trick is bold. I think it's realistic. I think it's realistic. So, all right, well, guys, that'll you. do it for this week quick concise show make sure you like rate review follow us uh vinny's gonna have some more stuff coming out uh he's gonna do some uh he'll have a show out tomorrow for yeah the he's too busy slate. he's pulling a uh he's pulling a lamar jackson right now so so he's on yeah, the toilet he couldn't make it dad tonight dad stuff you know <laughs> trying to trying to put kids to sleep we can get it so all right joe i'll talk to you later all right man. jim safe flight buddy. later